to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, all you bloomers. Welcome back to another live episode of Inner Bloom. We are live on Facebook as usually we are. Um, And I'm Alexa and with me is my co-host Ambrosia Matthews. What up? (laughs) What up? up? And with us we have a very special, special uh, Palo Santo-y incense-y. Palo Santo. Palo (laughs) Santo-y guest, Justine Hernandez. Um, what would you call yourself, Justine? Feng Shui expert? Yeah, feng shui expert. And Boss, coach? babe, no big deal. I am a feng shui expert and I help people manifest with my coaching. Ooh, <laughs> yes, she does. I've actually been uh, blessed to work with some of your coaching clients and they are awesome. So I, I love I, them. <laughs> I'm getting out my notebook right now so I can take notes because the information Justine's about to share is very good information and also um, it's free. So everybody take <laughs> it's your free. paper ready <laughs> because we're about to manifest the life that we want. Yes. So Justine is here this week um, because she's going to be here for the next four weeks teaching us all about feng shui. So if you don't know, every month we have an expert come in and every Friday, so this is this is recorded on Monday, but this will air on Friday on our podcast. Um, every Friday we release an episode with this expert about the topic of the month. So this month is all about feng shui and Justine's going to tell us all about how what feng shui is, how to do it, how it can affect your life, how it can help you with your relationships or your self-confidence or manifest and and everything beyond. So uh, Justine, welcome to the show. Uh, You've been on the show before, but for those who may have missed that episode, do you want to give like a little quick kind of synopsis of who you are and what you do? Sure. I'm I'm really loving the playful energy right now, by the way. I feel really giddy and silly right now. So Yay. sorry guys. I'm like not really that serious. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's perfect here. Yes. It's welcome. <laughs> okay. here. So um my name's Justine Hernandez and my business is Passion Style Purpose, where we live our life not by default but by design. Oh and that girl, I love that. <laughs> and um so My background is classical feng shui. I've studied um, feng shui for almost a decade and have nine certifications. Um, I am a gold level teacher, a red ribbon professional um, through the International Feng Shui Guild, as well as the teacher for the International Feng Shui School. So those are two separate entities. And, you know, um, and I'm also a transformational coach. 
So what I do is I integrate all of that stuff together so that I can see what's going on in your environment that is blocking you and stopping you subconsciously from creating the life that you want and that you deserve. Um, so that's kind of like the overall gist about it. I just, I can, when I walk into someone's space or their environment, it, it reflects, um, their beliefs, their traumas, their behavior, like different things that are not serving them. And so I just help you tweak and see your space from a different um, perspective, like an extension of you so that you can really take your power back and not have your space reflect your past, but where you're going in your future. That's a, that is so cool. And I actually know people that have worked with you and they say it's like um, very similar to like the Marie Marie Kondo. Kondo, yeah. Like how you make piles and stuff. And I was like, that's so cool. Oh my God. But there there also has just never been a better time for this ever. Like ever, we're all stuck inside in our spaces, which is probably part of what's going on here, right? It's like instead of running away from your shit, it's like being forced to come inside, deal with your shit inside and outside, right? Yes. So this is perfect. (laughs) Give us a thumbs up on Facebook if this is perfect timing for you. I'm assuming (laughs) that it is. Well, the funny thing is I find a lot of people have a lot of guilt and shame and really like don't like their homes or their environment. Wow. Like how does that reflect that. how does that reflect in the environment? I have a theory that if your front yard is messy, then your inside of your house is messy. That's just like one theory I'm working on. What are your thoughts on <laughs> Well, I mean, I can second that. You know, it's Ooh. So there could mean, and also there's like a layer about that. So it could also reflect that you don't have time to do yard work and you're a busy person mm-hmm. and maybe your home is immaculate, but like you're outside, it's because you don't, it's not a, it's not a priority and it's like, you're like, whatever, but your front yard is actually, um, the, I usually call it like set, setting, um, a good impression, like on a first date, that's what your front environment, your front porch and your, and the front of your house is it, it just welcomes welcomes in good energy. And if you don't take care of your environment and your outer space, you're not welcoming in opportunities and abundance. You're actually creating more conflict for yourself. Mm, I yeah. love that. I love that. That's a good point. I have these bushes in my front yard that attract wasps and bees. And I know last time you were on, we <laughs> talked about like, don't put roses in the front because the thorns are actually deterring people away, which is so I love that piece of information. Um, but what about the bees? Well, bees are good. You know, we need bees for the environment, obviously, to pollinate and all that jazz. But I would say that if you have wasps and like different those kind of animals, like there's nothing wrong with having them in your yard because they're natural elements of the world and stuff, but you can move those bushes to go on the side of the perimeter of your home so that they can still have the animal there, the, like the insects there and thriving, but they're not in direct alignment with your front door. And Mm. it's just being mindful about that. Like if it's not feeling good, then I would move them. But, you know, I always laugh like bushes because they're so big. Yeah. (laughs) They are. I'm sorry that you have a bunch of stuff in your bushes. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> you gotta trim them. 
It always goes here with you, Ambi. It always goes here. <laughs> this is these are the people I attract, okay? People <laughs> literally like me. if you're not gonna as be a you pervert, said before, we can't be friends. As you said before, I am the mom and I'm just like Truly, but do you see Justine and I are the same. We are the same person. This is what happens. I couldn't help myself. I'm sorry. (laughs) And I was like stoned like, yeah, I do need to trim them. Yep. Not even like laughing, just serious. Okay, we're moving on. Let's go to the inside of the house. (laughs) Now we could do feng shui for your bushes. Thank you. Can we make shapes or no? Is that too oh, far? Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Look, Alexa's mortified. She's mortified, guys. Oh, so the triangle is, is the fire element. So that's Woo! good. That's an easy one, too. We got it. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't have any bushes outside my door. I don't even have a doormat outside my door. I just have a door. And you oh, know what? It has scratches on it. What does that mean? From I always what? think about it when I – from just like we're carrying up boxes and stuff and like the box will hit the door. and like, It's not like mm. huge scratches. It's just like you can see it. It's like kind of like scuffed. I don't know. I think it needs a repaint. I've never noticed it when I went to your oh, house. Oh, okay. So like for front doors, okay. So do you not have a lot of guests that come over in general? No, we have a lot of people coming in there. Well, not yep. anymore. Nobody's coming over now. Well, but Yeah. Yeah. Well, normally I love having people put welcome mats outside. We're not allowed to in our condo building. What? What? I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. What? Yeah. Be like you're messing with my my energy, man. I know. This is what I'm saying. Is there anything else you can do? Like you can. Yeah. Can you put stuff on your the outside of your door? Like can, can, but you're like not really supposed to. But you can. What is this place? <laughs> what, what is this hell? I um, know. I'm like, dang. Oh, this is this is good stuff right here. Well, anyway, what does the front door represent? <laughs> so, all right. Uh, giggling aside, um, the front door represents the mouth of cheese. So, what that is is like, it's where all the good energy comes into your home, and it's what brings life to the space. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. Imagine you walk into your environment and you're walking into your home. How does it make you feel? Mm. If your spirit rises or fall or you feel like, oh, I hate being home and oh, I got to deal with this and I got to do X, Y, and Z. That's all energy that's in your home Mm. that reflects how you feel about it. And a lot of times we feel a, a certain way about something, but we don't do anything about it. And so when we don't do anything about it, it accumulates. And then you start feeling stuck and stagnant. And you're like, oh, I really hate this house. I really hate where the, where I'm feeling. And I can resonate with this because this happened to me when I bought our historical house that was meant to be an investment property that we ended up living in for four years, which I was not very happy about. And so for the longest time, I was like, I hate this house. I can't believe this. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, it wasn't, I wasn't supposed to be here. Hello. And it was, I was putting in all that energy into my home. Mm. And so when I made the decision to actually settle and live in the home is when the energy started shifting and changing for me. So I started making, taking more pride in my space, meaning like I used to put a doormat outside to welcome in more positive energy into my home. 
I put planters and plants and um, <clears throat> fixed the um, the light uh, fixture outside and got mm. one that I really loved and made sure all the fixtures, um, like the door handles and um, like just making it very aesthetically pleasing because you want to grab the attention of positive energy and you want, it's kind of like, come hither. Hey, I'm <laughs> over here. Come yeah. check me out. <laughs> it's like dressing up your house to go out, like to go out. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's like, so look at me, me, look at me. I'm a yeah. peacock. Yeah. <laughs> So that's how you welcome in good energy is by having things aesthetically pleasing to bring in that abundance, to bring in that prosperity. Because when things feel good and look good, you feel good. You feel mm. amazing. Yeah. Your vibe how is the, high. How is the front yard different from the backyard? Like in relation to like attracting things in and things like that. I know we're going off the rails right now. No, this is good. So the backyard so what first comes to me is like pockets. It means like how much money you're able to hold, how much oh. energy you're able to hold. So if I like um, what I find sometimes is people that have a large front yard, but have a little backyard, it means that the um, money comes and goes really quickly in their space. Um, and that they only have like, they probably don't have a lot of reserves of money. And then there's others that have um, their their home and the place of where it is on the land is further up and they have a small yard, but a big backyard that to me shows that they have a lot of abundance coming in because their pockets are, are deep. I love that. That is so cool. So yeah, it's like all symbol, like how the energy flows in the space um, can tell a lot about an environment, but in general, like I don't like uh, like storing a lot of like junk in right. like the backyard. Some people use their backyard as like a junk place. And it's just, it's kind of like um, you're bringing down the energy of a space, you know, mm. as you're not utilizing it and showing it love. You're mm. just kind of like treating it and casting it aside kind of thing. So that's why it's really important that everything that you have in your home, around your home is in good working order. Because if it doesn't, if it's not, then it reflects energy leaks. Mm. And then you have to be mindful of those energy leaks because you know, for you know us being energy kind of people, it affects our mood, it affects our mental state, it affects us in different ways. Yeah. So it's being very mindful of the energy leaks that you welcome into your life and why are you choosing them to keep them there? Is it because of your abundance, your mindset about money? Or is it because, um, I don't know, there could be a, a number of different reasons why someone doesn't take action to do something. Yeah. Wow. So this is all, we could go like a million different, like I can feel us, we could just go so off right I know. Now. But I'm so going to be so the, I'm gonna be the mom and the be captain the here girl, and steer us where we need to go it. today because I can even feel myself. I want to ask a million questions. Um, but first, let's just go back to, what is what is feng shui like how would you define it okay this is such a terror like a, a really difficult question to answer it's such a good one but it's multifaceted because okay. <clears throat> feng shui means different things to different people and but the overall gist of feng shui is feng shui is creating balance and harmony within yourself and within your home and keeping those things aligned 
Mm-hmm. So that's just the gist of it. It's like, are you bringing in, how are you stimulating your five senses and your six, mm. your spidey sense? Are mm. you stimulating your senses to support you or are they stimulated to, to create blocks? And so it's like, where are those blocks at and how can we enhance your space so that you feel more flowing of energy and flowing of opportunities and you feel like life isn't so difficult, like an uphill battle. Um, you have more of an understanding of the ebb and flow because you're it connected with all with everything. Mm, I love that. Even just hearing you describe it, I can like feel the energy of that. Of like how I love what you said. How are you stimulating your five senses? Are they stimulated to support you? And that's that's what we want in life, right? To just be supported. And it's really interesting that we have these. A lot of us have these spaces that really don't support us. We don't like you said. We don't want to be there. We, Mm -hmm. you know, and again, it comes back to this particular time in history where we're all being forced inside again to deal with our inner shit, but also all the shit around us. And it's like, okay, why don't you want to be here? Why don't you want to be with yourself? Why don't you want to, because we spend so much time running, running, running that we, it's like, and I, I'm totally guilty of this. It's like, I, I have a history of not, of never wanting to look back. I don't want to look back. And that's why I, I've thought to myself, why don't I want to go through things? Like, why don't I, I have all this jewelry on top of my bureau? And I, like, some of it I'll never wear ever. And it's like, why don't I want to just go through this? It's like, because I don't want to, I don't want to go back to when I bought that or who it's from or anything like that. Like, I just don't want to look back. And now it's like the time it's like, you gotta, you gotta like look back and look inside and see what's going on if you want to move forward. You know what I mean? Because there's so many golden nuggets to look at in the past. They're, it's not meant to be like a pity party, like I'm going to stick here and stay there. Right. It's more of like, what are the golden nuggets that I learned that I can bring into my future self so that I don't repeat that pattern? Mm-hmm. And then when I do repeat the pattern, it's not this in the same way. Mm. Yeah, that's powerful. Mm. Mm-hmm. That helps. You know what I've noticed about myself is it like I'll go through parts of my house, like my pantry. I don't have a walk-in pantry and I'm real upset about it. I don't want to talk about it. But <laughs> anyway, um, so when we first moved in, like I hired two contractors to come to the house and tell me that I could have a walk-in pantry if we took down some walls. And they were both like, no, they're like weight-bearing walls. You can't do it. And I was like, next contractor. <laughs> and so like <laughs> – I know, like, I really think I'm in a different tax bracket than I am. But anyway, um, so my husband the other day, I'm bored. It's 11 o'clock at night. And I'm like, okay, how can we turn this pantry into the pantry of my dreams? And he's like, not this again. And it's just this, like, it's this feeling of, like, it's not good enough for me. Like Turn his office into it. I girl, I tried to go there already. Okay, you know me. I was like, if we make this office a little bit smaller, we can put the pantry all the way in the back. And he's like, what's your plan with the stairs? What are you going to do with them? I want to see where this goes. So anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so, so my point is that I would like your input on I, I've had these, like, I don't know if you guys listen to the podcast a long time. But last year, I had a situation with my closet. I got my dream closet. I'm good to go. But I go through these spurts of like, it's not good enough and feeling like if I don't fix this right now, I'm going to freak out. It's very interesting. 
it's obsessive. It's a, obs- it's a obsessing. obsessive. Yeah. Well, I feel, I don't mean it like in a negative way. It's more of like your mind is trying to create a solution for something that you're obsessing about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you could see it happen and you're like, I know this can happen. Yeah. I'm going to figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm just in the wrong house. You know what I mean? I think like the house that's up here is not the physical house I live in yet. <laughs> and so I'm like, I don't understand yeah. why I don't have a walk-in pantry or like a waterfall in my pool. Like where, where is this house that I'm supposed to be living in? It might not be in Virginia Beach. Well, you have that bedroom in the kitchen that you can turn that totally into a, eventually turn that into a walk-in pantry. Pantry. We thought about that when we first moved in too. I like it as a laundry room though. Okay. Keep going. I'm sorry. It's not about me. Keep going. <laughs> Let's talk about, well, I just wanted to know that feeling of like it not being good enough. Like Alexa doesn't want to look back and I constantly feel like it's not good enough. Like I want more, you know, you want to well, move ahead. I want to move ahead. I want to skip five steps. But so do I. I want to move ahead because I don't want to move back. Yeah. Well, I feel like that kind of feeling is like, okay, that makes sense. Like, it's just more of like, you're ready for the next challenge. Like, you're ready for the next thing. Like, you're like, hurry up, universe. Like, don't you see I'm doing it? (laughs) And the universe is like, girl, hold, hold up. Hold up. Like, there's some stuff still that we need to deal with right here. Like, mm. hold up. Mm-hmm. So, but I get you because I get like that. I'm like, all right, I'm ready for the next thing. And the universe is like, <laughs> you're funny. Yeah. <laughs> or my husband is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you can't destroy the stairs for the walk-in pantry. We got to figure out a way to go up the second floor first. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, Gabby, you're just like... You're just like an you're just like a big visualizer. Like you, you have yeah. lots of visions, and so it's almost like reality isn't changing fast enough for you. Like because yeah. your vision evolves so often. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I love I that. I like that. Thank you. Sure. So let's talk about the bedroom. Bounce, bam, bam. <laughs> what is that? Lori Johnston says, "Oh my God, I always want to hurry up and move ahead." Too started with being born two months early, and it hasn't stopped. Oh, yes. I was born early, too, Lori. I was a month early. There we go. Wow. I get it. Thank you. Oh, that makes me happy. Okay. Huge. All right. The bedroom. Yeah. So today today we're focusing on the bedroom. (laughs) Reel us back in, Alexa. I I love it. You should see our coffee dates. Justine and I get nothing done. But we have a lot of fun. Okay. (laughs) I'm trying my hardest here, people. I'm trying my hardest. Grounding energy. Okay, so bedrooms. I love bedrooms. I love when people are like, oh, I throw all my shit in my bedroom when people come over. And I'm like, really? (laughs) What does that mean? So it's so for me, bedrooms represent, you know, um, how you treat yourself, your self love, your boundaries, and um, your partnerships, your relationships. So I'm excited for me, like a bedroom. So with that being said, what I find that when people don't ever clean their bedroom or like not, not so I'm like generalizing, but if your home is more organized and clean and your bedroom is not to me, what that reflects is that you put other people first before yourself. Mm. I like that. My bedroom's clean. 
My so I put, I put myself first before yeah. other people. My yes. house looks like a train wreck, but my bedroom is spotless right now. Uh, so. That's right. It's, it's just a matter of priority and seeing how that's reflecting in your life. If you're feeling like people are stepping over you and not respecting your boundaries and not respecting who you are and how you want to show up in the world, or you're in this transition of you actually starting to speak up for yourself mm-hmm. and walk in your power because you are starting to awaken in whatever facet that may look like for you. So this is like a call. I would say, go look at your room. How is your room feeling? Does it, does it feel good? Does it have everyone else's stuff in it? Does it have your things? Does it reflect you or does it reflect your family or maybe your extended family or because maybe they have some input that they want in your relationship about who you should be? Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like looking at all those different little nuggets, the little golden nuggets that speak to me. And I'm like, okay, this tells me a lot about what's going on. I'm like this. It's so cool. You're like an investigator. You like look, you're like an observer, like one of those like um, highly observant people. Yeah. Who like looks around and is like, you see clues that tell you so much about a person based on their space. It was in the library with a candlestick. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Just like that. (laughs) And it was a 40 degree angle and I saw it. (laughs) Yeah. That's a lot of detail. Like Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. That is a lot of detail, but you do see you're like super observant about things that um, other people might not be aware of. Exactly. Yeah. Because, you know, like also I have people talk about their space Mm -hmm. when I because I I may see clues, but I'm looking at it from my lens. So when I have people talk about what's going on and how they feel about their space, it cues in for me, like, I don't know, I get information that way where I'm like, okay, they're talking this way. This is the tone. This is how they're describing it. This is really their issue that they're having, like the underlying issue. And how is that underlying issue reflecting in their environment that I can help them shift? And so mm-hmm. that's kind of the angle that I get. And then I get information on what's going on, how they can shift it, and how can I support them? Um, ident- helping them identify that this is actually the problem. Yeah, uh, I love that. So that's where my coaching comes into play. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And then also, I remember you posted a video about how important it is to make your bed. Like if you do one thing, so follow Justine on Facebook and Instagram because she has a lot of really good, like little freebie tips, little things like that. Um, but one of them I remember specifically was make your bed. Um, especially right now because it raises your vibration and it sets the tone and it sets some kind of normalcy in your day. Um, so I make my bed every single day and I don't hate it now. I'm like, Oh, we're just going to make the bed now. It's not so bad as when I first started, I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. But it's like intentional, you know what I mean? You're intentionally making your bed, not because you were told since you were a kid, clean up your room. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. It's coming from a place of like, I deserve to feel relaxed and honor myself and feel like I've accomplished something in the day. I'm going to make my bed. Mm -hmm. And so that's the one thing I'm like, if you don't do anything in your house, make your bed. Yeah. Like, Take the, all the clothes that are on your bed, put them in on the floor, throw them on the floor in a pile, make your bed, and then grab those same clothes and put them back on your bed. At least yeah. you made it. Yeah. Yeah. That's an accomplishment. And that for people is a big thing. And I always t- say like, it's the small things that make such a huge difference and an impact on you. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. it's yeah. really it. It's like honoring yourself. It's a way to honor yourself. It's such a simple – it's like I think about it as like if you – for some reason I just saw someone who basically has nothing like – and they just have this – all they have is a bed and the bed is like just – that. It, they have one like kind of safe space even if it's not like their home they have – and it's just like – how much they would cherish that bed, you know? I don't know if they would make their bed, but I just saw them, like, really cherishing the bed and just, like, make, you know, that's the one thing they have control over. And I feel like it's just a way to honor yourself of, like, because I'm going to sleep. I'm going to rest my body here later, you know? Yeah, it is the worst feeling when you get into bed after a long day and it's, like, not made. I hate that feeling when the covers of our – the covers are already pulled back. I'm like, oh, like, it, this is not in – this is not an experience of – soothing and comfort i hate the feeling when you wash your sheets and then you forget to take them out of the dryer and then you go to bed and nothing's there and you're like oh yeah. god are you kidding me forget <laughs> it forget the whole thing i'm not going to sleep <laughs> that's my thing that i hate but. i know if only like a maid could come out of the wall and like make it <laughs> you know that would be awesome Put these spirits to work. You're going to be here hanging out. Get to work. Yeah. (laughs) We used to have – you know that artist Banksy, that street artist? No? You guys don't know Banksy? Oh, my God. Is he a street artist? very famous. Anonymous. No. No. Worldwide. Like huge, huge, humongous, humongous, humongous. Like Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie have his work. What? What what style is it? You guys, never mind. If you're watching on Facebook, if you're watching I on see, Facebook, does anybody me, know who this? If you're watching is. on Facebook, you know who Banksy is, the street artist. Give me a thumbs up. This is or crazy. Or comment. Let us or know. comment, and we'll just move on. The bottom line is, I used to have like a decal. My fiance had a decal of a maid, and that he did. He did that. Like Banksy made this, and it was coming out of the wall, and it looked. She looked like she was like sweeping up all the time, and I, I, I loved it. I'm taking full advantage. No. Heather says, I'm taking full advantage of this extra time at home. We have cleaned out so much clutter from our home. Now only items that belong in our bedroom are, are in there. It feels great. Oh, and I'm getting tons of thumbs job, up. I'm Heather. getting t- tons of thumbs up from Matthew S. So <laughs> there you go. About Banksy. I don't know, Matthew. I'll show you guys later. You know who he is. You just don't know his name clearly. Anyway, moving forward. What else do we okay, need to know ahead. about the bedroom? What else are we talking about? Okay. So, all right. Bedroom. So, in your bedroom, I find um, – so, color is really important. So, I'm a really big fan of, like, psychology of color and how it impacts you mentally and physically. And on a feng shui side of it, earth tone colors are the best. And so, um, I was actually just, um, chatting with a friend about, um, they're talking about their space and their bedroom and they're having a hard time sleeping and they don't really like the room, blah, blah. blah. And I look at it and their room is painted red. Oh, that's bright. Energizing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a dark maroonish kind of red, you know, things like that. But the thing is red is a very powerful color it's a high energy color in feng shui and then in psychology of color it actually increases um it's so if you have high blood pressure it's not really good good to have a lot of red around you really it also creates conflict and arguments because it's wow. a has a very irritable irritable like high energy kind of uh, thing wow. so <clears throat> that kind of energy doesn't match what you're cultivating in your bedroom which mm-hmm. is restfulness, Mm -hmm. spending time with your significant other, 
um, and your partner, or if you're single yourself, whatever, that's cool. Um, so, you know, you want to make sure that your bedroom is like that has that cocoon like energy, that place that you can rejuvenate yourself, rejuvenate your body, your mind and your spirit. So, and so it's being very mindful of the colors that you use. Um, so I like, I like earth tone colors. They're just easy to play with. And so you can do like accessories with like throw pillows and blankets. You can change color and add a color that way versus, so that's the way I go about it. That's such a good idea. Mine is light blue. I asked Mm -hmm. you about this on the Facebook live. Mine is light blue. And I actually feel really cozy in my bedroom. Like at night, like I have no, it, it, it feels very soothing to me. But, like, I just did a mental, like, repainting in my head of, like, a sand color or something or, like, something that's a little, like, and I was, like, oh, like, that feels even better. Um, So, yeah, I have, like, so my walls are light blue, but my, there's a lot of, like, browns in there. Is that good? good. Does that balance it? Yeah. Because there's, like, a brown, like, all of our dressers are brown. Like, the cat, there's a little couch in there that's brown, has some brown. What are your thoughts on um, – I was thinking about painting, like, an accent wall, mm-hmm. but, like, doing maybe shapes. What are your thoughts? Too busy for the bedroom? If you were to do that, I wouldn't put it on the wall directly in front of you. Oh, I was going to put it behind me. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. So the reason why you wouldn't do anything – so the, the wall that's in front of you that you see when you're in bed, I call that the manifesting wall because that's the wall that you see, the first thing you see when you wake up and the last thing you see when you go to bed. So it's more impactful on the subconscious mind. That's my so, window. Is that bad? Should no, I move my bed? You should move your window. No, I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, well, I'm glad you asked me about your bed. Okay. So let's put a pin in that really quickly. Okay. Okay. So the bed positioning, um, I always recommend a wood, a wooden bed or a solid a headboard that is made out of wood. Um, wood represents stability um, as well as it has like that mountain energy, but it's more of like groundedness and stability, kind of like what earth is. So metal beds, I never recommend is because metal is a high energy element and, you know, we're all electronic kind of people, you know, high energy stuff that impacts our energy field, which then help, it doesn't help us sleep very well. So, um, having a solid headboard is really important. It helps protect you and your helps your body and your nervous system relax and feel like you're being supported. Mm -hmm. Um, it also reflects how you support yourself in the world, which is funny. So with your head, um, with your bed, your headboard should always be on a solid wall, not aligned with your with your bedroom door or any other like like your bathroom door maybe you have a master bath i avoid the front door the entrance to your um, bedroom and the bathroom Uh, what do you mean aligned with it like sorry shouldn't be in the crossway of it so i meant okay i don't even know if i could even show it to you this way because how's the best okay so imagine imagine you're laying in bed Okay. Yeah. And can you, are you, is your front, is your door uh-huh. to your bedroom aligned with your bed? Like, can you see yourself? I um, can, can see my door to the, f- ahead of me, but it's not a lot. It's to the right. Yeah. Okay. I head like into the right. To the side. Okay. So as long as it's not in alignment with your bed, with either you or your partner, 
-hmm. that's good. You don't want your bed to be in alignment with the door. Because parallel? Parallel, yeah. What happens is you have a rush of energy coming into the bedroom and it's hitting the person while they're sleeping so they don't get a rest. They're called children. Yeah, those ones, you can't help those. Lock them out, maybe. I don't know. Okay, but but then the bathroom, like when I'm laying in bed, the bathroom door is to my left, like where yeah. my like where my head is. So if you if you can't do if there's no other wall to put yourself in, like if you have the option, you want to avoid all doors, pretty much yeah. all. But if you can't do that, then just avoid the door your your entrance into your bedroom, mm-hmm. and then make sure okay. your bathroom door is always closed as well as your closets. Okay, you sleep with the bathroom door open. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's so. Creepy. That's so weird. I can't Wait, that's it. weird that it's closed. That would scare. No, like, what if like a spirit just walks in your bathroom, right? Like, and you go to the bathroom in the middle of the night and you see them. You can't have that. They wait, 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 privacy. wait, wait. What? Privacy. Hold on. What if a spirit walks into the bathroom while you're sleeping? I don't while like that. I don't like that <laughs> stuff. You gotta close all doors when you're sleeping. I don't want anybody walking through the door. Well, we close our bedroom door, but the bathroom, I'm definitely going to pee. So, like, I'm not closing that. I don't know. I just never close no. it. No, no. I'm okay. not going to see nothing at night. Okay, go ahead, Justine. Close that door. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, close okay. the door. So, all right. So be mindful about your bed positioning and also make sure that your headboard is not under a window. Um, the reason why you don't want your headboard under a window is, or even your children, don't do this to your children. It makes me feel so bad for them. Don't put your kid under a window, but. (laughs) Oh, nobody puts baby in a corner. Nobody puts kids under windows. Yes. Under windows. Cause there's like a draft and they can impact the health, your health. Oh, Um, wow. You know, because of the draft and the yeah. change in temperature, things like that. So they don't ever recommend you being under a window. And the other um, part is being mindful about where your electrical box is, as well as your plumbing for your bathroom. You don't want your headboard to be on that wall. Wow. There's a lot that goes into this. You go <laughs> very detailed. I love it. Yeah, girl. Like I had like this is my this is my book that I teach out of. Look at. Ooh, that's a Dang. thick book. Wait, can I can I ask a question about the bedroom that actually Heather asked, but um, I all it also applies to me. She said thoughts on workouts in the bedroom right now, weights and yoga mats in there. So like me too, I work out in my bedroom right now. Like we have a TV in the bedroom, and I like project a workout up there. Mm-hmm. I don't keep weights in there personally, but I have like yoga blocks and uh, a yoga mat. So normally when people have workout equipment in their bedroom, it usually reflects that um, relationships are hard, hard, hard work. So if you are experiencing that kind of energy in your space, um, conflict with your partner, then I would alleviate having workout equipment inside your bedroom because it's just reflecting maybe you're having conflict with your partner that you need to address. Okay. Um, Now. Heather says, my bedroom was built completely anti-feng shui. <laughs> Don't worry, hon. A lot of us have a, houses that are, are like that. So that's why there's always variations to the rules. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, there's another question here. Grace says, any suggestions for what to do with a really dark bedroom? I have one small window and no overhead lighting in my bedroom. Thanks. 
Okay. So it depends on how you're using your bedroom. If it makes you feel depressed, if you spend a lot of time in your bedroom and it's making you feel depressed, then I would recommend lightening up the walls in your bedroom as well as getting lighter color furniture. Um, anything that you put in there, make it really light and airy because it holds that energy of heaviness already, like a cave like, which is good, but you don't want too much of it where it's impacting your mental health and impacting your mood. Mm -hmm. So those are the things I would recommend as well as bringing in plants. Plants are amazing ways to move energy and to help like uplift your mood. Now, if you don't have a green thumb, that's okay. Like I have this plant right here. It's it's like a some it starts with a P. You can they're house plants that you can get at Home Depot, and they're usually hanging. And what you can do is you can get rid of all the dirt and then get a mason jar, put water in it, and just sit that in there. Ta da! Awesome. Low maintenance. Low maintenance. I love those okay. vines. So I like cool. that. Yeah. And so that. yeah, you can just keep them on your window seal or something. Exactly. Like yeah, they're amazing. Cool. Great. What about, um, and I know that, I know you've said this before in other episodes, but I'm going to say it again. Don't put your bed catty corner, right? Like, because yes. the energy behind the bed stagnates. Yeah. We dealt with that at the retreat in Arizona. Alexa and I were both like, oh, I don't know about oh, this. I did not Remember like that? that energy. Yeah, that was not, not good like energy that. in that bedroom. Yeah, that energy, it creates a vortex in the back where it pushes your energy out and it's meant. So like right now my bedroom, my bed is actually catty cornered and I freaking hate it so much, but I'm doing it because I'm selling my house. Okay. Okay. So <clears throat> if you want to get rid of uh, grown adults that are living in your house that you want, that you're just like, why are you still here? And you like <laughs> got your life together. You can. Don't, catty Alexa, don't. I'm not. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. Jesse. You can catty corner their bed. <laughs> you catty corner their bed and have their bed face uh, catty corner it facing um, alignment with the with their door. And what that does is it pushes their energy out the door, but also gives them opportunities to do so. Okay, I was gonna say because like where are they gonna go right now? <laughs> <laughs> We don't know how the universe is working and yeah. what mysterious If, if it's going to give them opportunities, I'm though, then okay. I'm going to go upstairs to my mom's room after this and be like, I think that we should change your room up. What are your thoughts on this? I love I heard you. that this is really good prosperity. This will create more energy for you. I'm not lying, right? Okay. Let's talk about a decluttering. Sure. Let's do this. Because my garage is crazy cluttered and I'm actually... Like it's driving me nuts. And also I'd like to know, because you have two children, I'd like to know your thoughts on like kids clutter, like the toys and all of that stuff. So, okay. So clutter in general is, I always tell people that have a lot of clutter is that they're sitting on so much abundance. Oh. You are like sitting that. on so much fucking abundance because you won't let shit go. Hmm. Shit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, that makes me happy. Wait, I have a qu question about this. Yeah. So 
Okay, so there's a closet. <laughs> I think you really got her. I've never heard her be like, oh, God, here we go. Go ahead. I know. I've got – there's a closet. I'm sitting in this room right now with this closet. And <laughs> it's the closet that just like – there's just – there's so – the clothing, like all this – just it's become this closet where it's like – I don't know where this goes. This goes in here. Like everything else in our apartment pretty much has a place. Like for the most part, like a lot of things have a place. Eat Like everything's – this closet is just like the land. Is it the one behind you or the one to your side? It's the one at the end to the side. Oh, that one? Okay. Yeah. The one behind me is – this is all tools and stuff back here. It's oh, his. Okay. But anyway. Um, my question is what do you do – is it better to just – because I think a lot of us have clutter and I know the optimal answer is to get rid of stuff so it will not be in your space anymore. But let's say right now you can't necessarily get rid of the stuff. Is it better to put it all in a closet or to – is there something wrong with having it in a closet and would it be better to actually be out somewhere? Well, okay. What so, do closets uh, represent? So com- to me, closets represent like hoarding of hoarding of energy. So – it's the biggest hoarders of energy, in my opinion, because you're holding on to so much goodness. And like, so if you had a garage, I'd be like, put it in the garage. You know what I mean? Because that's a great place to put it. It doesn't interact with the energy of the, like of your home per se. But like, so those of you that have like divorce papers and you're trying to figure out what to do with them besides burn them. (laughs) Yeah. And throw a big ass bonfire. Uh, just put them in your garage and put them in a blue bin. It'll help the water element, re- like kills down the energy, and that helps neutralize it. So I have my divorce papers from when I was younger, and my custody paperwork and stuff all in blue bins. Mm-hmm. And um, I've gotten to burn some of it throughout the years, which is nice. I put my Christmas decorations in a blue bin. And last year, I wasn't into Christmas at all. I've got to change that. I'm going to put them in a red bin. There we go. Yeah. I love Christmas. (laughs) You and Jay will have a blast then. Yeah. Um, So, what was... Okay. Closets. So, what's it, if you don't mind me asking, what's in the closet that you're just holding on to? It's a lot of clothes. Like a lot of clothes and just like it's like clothes. are they seasonal clothes or are they just clothes that you don't wear anymore? Some that of it's like dresses. Clothes. Some of it's like dresses that I would only wear like once in a while. But some of it's just stuff that it's like some of it's like t-shirts that my fiance like loves and will probably never wear again. But he doesn't want to get rid of. Some of it's just shit. I just don't know where to put it. Like there's just stuff. Yeah. Everyone has a miscellaneous spot, you know what I mean? So it's like if you have a miscellaneous spot, it's really important to maybe put a system in there that shows, okay, so this is like, here's the bin for donate. I have like a, like having a little system in place. It's like, okay, here's a bin. When I feel like I'm walking into this room and I'm tired of seeing that thing right there, I'm going to take that and put it in this bin that I'm done with it. Mm Mm-hmm. And so it's like a slowly, a slow process. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. As long as you're making progress, that you're making the decision to say, I, I want to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. That's you making a statement and taking action, which then opens up for more manifestation. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Okay, girl. Okay. Uh-huh. I love it. Um, um, 
So what about like, do you throw your kids toys away? Like I do. Okay, cool, cool. So, okay. So this is when it comes to kid stuff, like, um, okay. So Xander has his bedroom and I try to not have stuff in his bedroom besides like books and, um, like his little kitchen, like he likes to cook. So he makes me all kinds of cute. And then he has two bins um, in the living room, like the cubby bins that he has one for his cars and one for his, uh, I'm sorry, one for his like train track thingy. And then one for his Legos slash miscellaneous action figure toys that belonged to his dad when he was a kid. So I actually go through those. So he only has like a, like a, a finite amount of toys that I allow him to have in the house altogether because I grew up really spoiled. I had a shit ton of toys. I had like the Barbie doll houses. I had Barbies galore, had the limo, the Jeep and like all that jazz. And my whole (laughs) room was Barbie. Okay. So for me, I look at that. I'm like, did I really play with all of those toys in my generation? Yeah. I played with a lot of my toys. But in this mm-hmm. newer generation, these kids, they just want, but they don't play with anything. Because they see so, it on YouTube and things like that. All these. Exactly. Yeah. So, and my thought process is like, okay, so I want to teach my children to not be a consumer, but rather value what they have and then play with it till it breaks. And so I have a lot of toys that Xander plays with. And once it breaks, we get rid of it. Or, mm, um, like or he'll like, um, eventually start transitioning into liking something else. So I'll take those toys that he's no longer playing with or interested in it and donate it to someone that needs toys for their kids. Okay. And so that's just kind of how I do things. And if I bring, if I bring a new toy, I have him get rid of two toys And it just creates that balance. I mean, obviously we're human and we're not always consistent with that, but I try to be as on top of their toys as much as possible. Because if I, if, if, if it's overwhelming me as an adult, imagine how it's impacting them, them and their mindset. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The playroom overwhelms me. I don't even like to go in there to be honest with you. Yeah. And the only time the, my kids, well, not the only time, but most of the time, they will only go in there if they have friends over and the kid, the kid, whoever's over is like, Oh my God, new toys. Right. And so they play there. Um, Now that we're all quarantined, they've been in there more, but it is overwhelming. It's like, it's just sensory overload. Like you're saying it's too much. You both have been in my house. You guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 Well, and for you, because like, that's your, that's actually, um, the front one of the front rooms. So mm-hmm. imagine how that's impacting you and um, Alex. Yeah. In your mental and emotional state, because it's like you're walking in and you're feeling overwhelmed because that's the first thing you see when you walk into your house. Mm. So that's you know how we talked about like, oh, well, what if I see all these shoes everywhere? Like, you know, so being mindful when you walk into your home, what is the first thing that you see? If it's something overwhelming, then you have to shift the energy in that space because it's going to overwhelm you. Okay. And so, yeah. So just being very mindful of those things. Let me ask you one more question from our view from our yeah viewers on Facebook right now, and then then we're going to wrap up because we have 
three more weeks of this. I feel like we're just like, Justine, tell us everything right now. <laughs> There's so many layers, so we'll get to it. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so this is from Jennifer Lar. She says, where or what do I do with my old wedding dress? My ex and I are no longer married and I'm about to throw it out. Donate it. Donate to the Goodwill. Donate it to um, – there's actually um, an e-commerce. I think it's like a – I'm trying to think off the top of my head. But if you Google like consignment wedding clothes or something like that, you can probably sell your dress and make some money off of it. Um, sell it to the consignment so they can second – they can use it as a second hand. Um, so go to consignment shops, go to, um, or donate it, whatever, whatever that is. And so you can do either one, but I definitely recommend that if you have, if you're going through a divorce or you aren't in that relationship anymore and you're in a new one or you want to manifest a new one, getting rid of past relationship stuff is crucial. Uh, awesome. Lori Johnston says, I'm going to reorganize and re-energize my workspace after watching this. Um, which workspace will be coming up on a, f- a future episode? That's, I'm it's a hot so topic. excited. Me I'm too. literally so excited about everything right that we're talking about because no, me I, too. I am just... Me too. I was a little nervous about having Justine over my house. I'm not going to lie to you because I was like, oh God. Oh Lord, it's not feng shui ready, Justine. I'm just that's, that's, you know. but can, can't you imagine that's why that's what she loves. She loves walking into a house that's not feng shui ready because then she can work her magic. Yeah. But what's funny is that when her and I were talking about this, she was like, "Well, that or didn't you say something like, well, that's probably like what people worry about with you, like, oh God, is she gonna read me? Oh Lord, like all of those things." So I get it. It's fun, but yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, I always tell people, like, it's fine. Like, that's why I show off my house because, like, my house isn't perfect all the time and I do this for a living, you know, Mm -hmm. and normalizing, you know, it's okay to have clutter. It's okay to be messy. It doesn't mean that you're lazy, that you're a slob, that you're all these different kinds of things. It just means that shit's going on in your world and sometimes it feels overwhelming and you need support to help guide you and not judge you for where you're at and what you're trying to get accomplished. It's just Mm. like another tool, you know, it's your house is another reflection point, just like your body is like a reflection point. It's just another way that you can read somebody and heal somebody. It's really cool. And I think it's so cool. I'm going to redo the playroom and post it online so yeah. everybody can watch. I'm gonna take you should do a time lapse. Pictures. I will. Well, I don't know how it might take a couple days, but oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. But you um, can still fast forward that stuff though. That's yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, Justine, I like, I just, I want you to come to my apartment. <laughs> or well, to that's, my like, tell everybody, house. tell everybody what you do, like how you work with them and things like that. Yeah. Sure. So I work with people virtually and in person. So um, normally I have like a six month or a year program that you can work with me. And we pretty much work with your business and your home and pretty much balancing everything Mm -hmm. so that it fully reflects where you're going and what you want to cultivate and also giving you tools to empower yourself. Because everything that I, that everything that um, working with me I teach you everything so that you can implement it in all different areas. And so, yeah, you, we work together for six months or for a year on your business, 
your off your um, your home and just kind of enhancing everything and supporting you and your endeavors so that you can really be badass and show up like powerfully and abundance is flowing opportunities are coming your way and you just feel like aligned you know mm-hmm. like when things feel aligned it feels good and you feel like you could take over the world you know <laughs> and that's yeah. what I want you to feel <laughs> totally so like truly yeah what you have to offer Justine is amazing like I said I've I've, I've done a tap with like one of your clients. She's awesome. And just I it's every time Ambie or I hear about what you're doing or talk to someone who's working with you, we're just like, that is so cool. Like it just it just it just feels so I've said this 500 times. It just feels so necessary right now. It really, mm-hmm. really does. And you know what I kept thinking of? I kept thinking of while we were talking was at our Sedona retreat that we got back from a month or so. I don't even know how long it's too been. Too long ago. Too anyway. long ago. Um, when I was at, when we were at the Sedona retreat, well, not every room because we were talking about our catted corner bed, but there, there were was, a lot of rooms. There were a lot of rooms and there was a lot of places that felt so feng shui. Like you just yeah. liked being there and just like, can this just be my space? Can this just be where I am? I just want this to be mine. Or have you ever just been to a really cool Airbnb or just someone's really cool house where you're just like, I just want to be here. Imagine that every day like that's yours you know Mm -hmm. it's so it's just so cool that you help people do that inside and out and um and yeah if if um people want to connect with you how can if they want to coach with you if they want to work with you how can they do that how can they reach you yeah sure so well one of the things too I wanted to say really quickly is you know everything that we're talking about right now this is all like general like things for your space. Mm -hmm. So when you're working with me, I actually look at the energy of your home Mm -hmm. and how it's positioned on the land. And it's kind of kind of a big deal. Yeah. It's like astrology for your home. Like your home has a birthday and Mm -hmm. the birthday of the home has like this energy cycle to it. And so I read the energy cycles and how it's impacting you and your life and the different aspects of your life and creating that balance. So these recommendations that I'm sharing, as well as like the elements, bringing in the five elements into your home and recalibrating and, and re- like aligning everything energetically, like from, uh, so that everything is manifesting and, and aligning perfectly. So, um, that's, that's like the good stuff. Like the, I'm like, Ooh, I love, I love being able to do calculations on people's homes and seeing how it sits on the land. Cause the positioning of it is so powerful. I would be so interested to see what Alexa's apartment building, like all of that information. Why mine? Because it was a hospital. Yeah, it was a hospital. Yeah. There's a lot of energy. Yeah, I could tell there's a lot of energy there, even by the, they yeah. keep it very sterile, I can tell. They do? The building? Yeah. Is this just because of the doormat thing or you're just sensing? <laughs> I just feel I, what I'm sensing is that it's a very like, it's very neutral, like gray kind of energy. So it's very like store sterile. Like they try to keep, they don't want to go too little bit of either way. They're just kind of like right in the middle. Yeah. And that's, and they're very grounded in that and there's no way to shake that. So yeah. 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 Like the hallways for sure. Very much like that. Although when you walk into my building, there's this insane gold, uh, what would you call it, Ambi? It's like an art installation yeah. in the wall. Mm-hmm. It's gold and has all – it's like 
every time people walk in, they're like, what is, it's beautiful. It's like it's, the main thing you focus on when you first walk it's in. It's just the whole wall and it's huge and it's just, it's really cool. Um, yeah. So there is like certain pockets that have a little, but yeah, the you're so right about that. The main energy is very neutral, definitely. Yeah, I could feel, I could feel that really. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, all right. Cool. <laughs> well, I'm just... Honestly, you know what's been on my mind a lot since, especially even since quarantine, I actually do love our apartment for very different, for varied reasons, but I've been daydreaming about my future house a lot, like a lot, daydreaming about it and just the feel of it and like the look of it. And I don't know when it's coming, but when it does, Justine, you will be there. Let me tell you. (laughs) I'm so excited. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, I got mine figured out too. I'm going to be building my house from the ground up. (gasps) I've done it before with a house in Texas. I got to work with an architect and the owner and we built a home from the ground up in feng shui. Wow. Justine, that's going to be my next house for real. I'm going to build a house from the ground up. I'm going to hire you. No joke. Do it, man. Oh my God. We should really revisit that TV show. You should be like the feng shui of property brothers. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. That would be amazing. Unreal. Okay. Let's get back to this. So, yeah. Wait. So how, saying. how can people contact you? So if the best way to contact me, if you want to like reach out and like want to schedule like a discovery session with me, like for free or whatever, uh, I'm like, for like whatever. For free or whatever. <laughs> like whatever. Like, it's no cool. big deal or anything, but, <laughs> but you can find me at um, passionstylepurpose.com. And you can schedule a session with me that way. Um, or you can reach out to me on my social media handles like Instagram, Facebook, YouTube at Passion Style Purpose um, as well. And I'm on TikTok too. So hey. Yeah, yeah. Hey. <laughs> on that TikTok train. <laughs> You're awesome. the only one that likes my videos and I appreciate you. Oh, I love watching your videos. They're so awesome, especially oh. with your daughter. I was like, the, what? The only one. Hello. Someone I don't that. like your videos. No, I haven't seen Alexa Suits likes my video at Are all. Are you kidding? Oh, this man. Is disrespectful. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa's is too famous to like my shit now. Okay, no, I know right? that's what happened. Oh she went TikTok famous and forgot. Go about look at all your people. TikToks. See how many. I'm going see how many to. likes right see now. I who like them. Search the likes. Me. Um, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, Justine, we're moving on, Justine. It was is there anything. Anything else you want to say or anything like that? I think we're. I think we're good. I'm ex- okay. I'm excited. I'll, I have like all kinds of cool stuff, but I don't want to tell it everything like right now because I totally can I'll tell you guys after we're done recording yeah don't just keep everyone on the edge of their seats um Um. (laughs) if you want uh more with Justine you'll have to tune in to next Friday um or I think I don't know when we're recording next week well if uh if you're on our Facebook group inner bloomers we'll post in there when we're going to do the next live recording so you could ask Justine another question like these lovely ladies did um and yeah we we love you so much uh oh there is one thing i want to share if you are watching this live or if you see it on friday um my fiance is uh 3d printing face masks for healthcare workers who um 
need them because there's a huge shortage of this and healthcare workers are having to like reuse masks and use things that aren't even masks and they're just at huge Bandanas? Risk. What yeah, is that? Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. Sorry. <laughs> so um, yeah, he's he's leading his team at his company to 3D print these face masks and then donating them to healthcare workers at hospitals here like UPenn. Um, so uh, I just launched I just did a big TikTok and the TikTok is blowing up and I just launched a um GoFundMe. So if you want to donate because we need more transparency paper, transparency film, because that's what the the shield of the mask is made out of. So if you want to donate, I'll put that link in the show notes of this episode. Yes. Um if you feel called, you know, it, it would just help and we, we can all like work on something together. It, it, it's just it's nice to feel like we're contributing in, in some sort of way to these people who are like literally risking their, their lives, lives to for save us. us. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I just wanted to shout you know, that it's out. Actually, going to go to them. Yeah. Yes, it yeah, will. We don't. Yeah, yeah. It'll go to them, but it, we don't want to go to them. We yeah, all want to. We don't. Yeah. We'll send it on a drone to them. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, um, so thank you all so much for watching. We love you so much. And until next time, keep on blooming. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within. 